Welcome to the bit before the intro. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and this is just a little side note to say apologies for the audio quality in this episode. We had some technical issues after the last recording, with the technical issues being that Adam couldn't find his audio portion of this episode on his computer, but that's neither here nor there. It's fine. As punishment, Adam has been sentenced to eat the popcorn covered in mysterious caramel from Titus's kilt while listening to tales of how Lakeland Zager tried to become a grandmaster at chess. I know which one I'd prefer. Shout out to Jamie for doing a brilliant job of putting this episode together regardless, and we promise we'll be back at the top of our audible sound quality game next episode. For now, enjoy the show. Welcome to Dice With Death, where anyone could die with a roll of the dice. I'm your direct messenger, Ollie Bateman, and joining me again for this week's performative Dungeons & Dragons podcast is Chatty Badger's Jamie Powis. Last week we met Jesse Carb, Stacey Lena, and Gunderson Hemingworth Smythe III. And after speaking with them, we know they're all turds. I'm Ark. Hey! (laughs) Yeah, because you you went into the bar of this ski and leisure resort uh, hotel and you met some absolutely awful people. Uh, Just bottom of the barrel, really scraping by posh twats, if I can say that. Um, I'm also, of course, joined by IGN's Amy Mallet. Extreme downhill snowboarding sounds totally class. I'm Zakaya, and this is Jackass. <laughs> a bit of foreshadowing there, Zakaya. Mm. You think you're going to be falling on your ass a lot, do you? Yeah, I think there's going to be multiple pratfalls involved in this. <laughs> I'm also, of course, joined by WhatCulture.com's Adam Wilborn. The name's Titus Thunderbusted Caligari. <laughs> no big surprise. I'm a wrestler, but also a master of disguise be a posh git and i'll call you a twat hey hemingworth smythe the third catch me outside about that oh yes i'm impressed how many of us actually put the names in there you know because i was trying to find something that rhymed with eric eric and schmorgenhausen (laughs) 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 and i very quickly gave up The new favourite character of the campaign. My, oh, the Man my little, Legends. My little German ski resort manager bellboy type thing. Oh, uh, like Lakeland Zager if he wasn't a knobhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Lakeland Zager if he wasn't the way he is. <laughs> he wasn't born the way he was, yeah. <laughs> uh, is everybody ready to continue the adventure? Yes. yes. Previously on Dice With Death, as the blood of the big beefy hogfolk and bounty hunter floated away in the water, you all took refuge in the scouting sub as Lakeland carried on up the Seracle towards your destination of the Eugene Ski and Leisure Resort. You all took a long rest and carried on with your travels the next day, reading various books and theorising about the tasks ahead and the issues within the world you may come up against. Ark made a large dent in How the Ancients Travelled the Galaxy, Zakaya completed 
Why Do I Look Different to Mummy and Daddy, and Titus read Master of Disguises 101 and gained enough knowledge from the book to increase his deceptive skills around humanoids. During the final hours of the trip, Ark and Zakaya waxed about the pendant necklace Madame Morgana had passed on to her, revealing two important locations in the solar system linked to Zakaya's biological parents, and also theorised about Field Marshal Aves' age, believing it impossible for him to be as old as he is without the help of necromancy. Zakaya also deduced after looking at Ark's family scrying letters now blank and illegible that the original parchment had been destroyed, terminating the communication link between husband and wife. Day turned to night and you all arrived at the Eugene Ski and Leisure Resort, greeted by the delightful resort manager, Erikan Schmorgenhausen. Ark instructed Lakeland to take the hermetically sealed parchment back to Aura to be analysed for a location and rejoined Zakaya Titus and Erikan after wishing him farewell. Erikan gave you a tiny bell to ring if you needed anything and sent you downstairs into the bar for complimentary drinks. Zakaya noticed the loudest, richest prick in the room, Gunderson Hemingworth Smythe III, and with the help of the barman, and under the instruction of Arkan Titus, infiltrated his harem of groupies in the ladies' toilets, Jessicabra and Stacelina, to gain information about him and his helicopter. Titus then caused a scene by kissing the hands of Jessicabra and Stacelina, who Zakaya had brought back to the bar, before going mano a mano in a back and forth between Titus and Gunderson, where a sporting deal was brokered beat Gunderson in an extreme downhill snowboard race and he'd take you anywhere in his helicopter. Lose and he'd take all of your money and all of your possessions. You're on! <laughs> and that's where we are now. Gunderson sits back in the furnishings of the booth table you're all around and says, Tomorrow, midday, at Middle Peak, you best get yourself some equipment. Although, even top-of-the-line skis couldn't help you losers. <laughs> he turns to the groupies with and says, Come now, groupies, let's go roll around in the bed with all my money and have sex. And he stands up from the table, <laughs> gathers the group, and goes to walk out of the bar, past you all the way you came in. Gunderson, before you go, just a very quick question. You know what the capital of Thailand is by any chance? <laughs> the capital of what? Yeah, I thought you would know the answer. Bangkok, flick him in the dick, please. <laughs> uh, ooh, are you are you attacking this guy? Do you want to hurt him, or is this just a is this just a little flick on the dick? Just a little flick. On oh, the dick. if I'm we not, not take him out before the big race. If we lose our helicopter chances over a dick a dick kick. <laughs> Titus, Titus, make me an athletics check. In fact, no, 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 not athletics. Make me sleight of hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, 15. 15. Oh. You, you kind of like a, like a wet towel. You, you, you reel your hand back whip it and you just you get you think you get dick but you actually get sack and ball and you see him just go oh and collapse to the floor in a like fetal heap just on the ground oh no my gonads no you see him unfurl from the the fecal the fecal fetal position he's not shitting himself <laughs> yeah he unfurls Save from the that fetal for tomorrow. Position. <laughs> yeah. gets up 
just kind of he stares you down while you know when like a group of people are like come on then come on and they're all walking away from each other like no one's gonna fight here um like in south park take a swing bro come on (laughs) (laughs) come on bro come on what you saying bro you want to go you want to go um he's doing that as none of his party are holding him back and he exits the bar goes up the stairs and heads towards his penthouse suite well, that is one orgy I do not want to be a part of. Did you hear his, like, machine gun laugh? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're casually now embroiled in this uh, extreme sports tournament. How did that happen? Yeah, sorry about that. I got a bit carried away, if I'm honest. <laughs> I was thinking we just knocked him out and went to the stealthed our way to the helicopter, got in the helicopter. Bob's your uncle, probably. But, I mean... Hey, I'm sure we can. Uh, now we get a chance to embarrass him in the meantime. Um, just just a query about Ark. Can with his with his military background, can he fly a helicopter? Roll me a helicopter roll, check. Roll me a helicopter <laughs> check. It's what a minute ago when Ollie was like slow hand. I really thought he was going to be like roll a dick check. No, roll me a roll me. <laughs> Roll can me you please a... roll a genitalia saving throw? Can you, can you oh, roll a saving me a... throw? <laughs> can you roll me a peen check, please? Um, now, Ark, roll me a history check, please. I rolled a five on the dice plus... Oh, plus five, so ten. Ten, okay. Being Ara Cochran and... Uh, being... Be... <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, he's an Aracochran. Nice. Uh, being an Aracochran and being part of the elite storm aerialists, you're, you have skills in military vehicles, but your skill is self-flight and yeah. self-propulsion. So a lot of people within your platoon, uh, lower in the ranks, would be able to like pilot the bigger airships, but this is not one of your specific skills. Cool. Just asking. Okay. No, I mean that's. I think you know we won't laugh if you stall it the first time, but I think you've got a decent chance. <laughs> Just a thought with the uh, reminder reader bell. Do we use that to get some skiing equipment, or do we just go shopping in the morning? I think that was the shop, wasn't it? Open in the morning. There's definitely a gear shop, but if you remember, in the words of uh, Eric and Schmorgenhausen. If you need anything at all, it rings this teeny tiny little bell. I'm so glad you didn't this voice. Mm. Who's who's got the bell in their possession right now? Ark does not have the bell. Just so throwing it out uh, there. I don't. Have oh, the here bell. it is. It, oh, it, yay! It's my utility bell. <laughs> is it covered in your special caramel? <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> While you guys are kind of all discussing what your next moves are, you um, you see the barman pour you more drinks. Uh, doesn't ask for any money and just slides them along to the end of the bar. Thanks, mate. I'll take a few sips of that. He winks, nods, gets back to cleaning the bar and the glasses. Is anyone else in the bar? Yeah. There's uh, the, the table that you're all sat at or the booth that you're all sat at had Gunderson and his cronies on, but you see a few couples in the corner. Um, you see a few young, hip, 
um, 80s high fashion onesie ski people just kind of uh, meandering about drinking. Um, they've not paid you guys too much attention or what's going on at the commotion at the table, but there are other people in the bar. Yeah, I mean, I'm just quickly going to ask the bartender, where is, uh, where's Middle Peak and how do we get there? Funnily enough, it's halfway up the mountain. In the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Smack bang in the middle. It's not, it's not so high up that it's like part of the uh, part of the storms that go on on top of the mountain. It's it's kind of just below that. It's where most of like the winterist game athletes kind of train. Mm. Uh, why? Why? What? What? What do you want with Middle Peak? What's uh, the uh, what's the powder like, bro? Sorry, I've got full full snowboarding out. <laughs> Oh, I'm not much of a snowboarder, mate. I don't, I don't know about powder. Sorry, Adam. Did you say surfboarder? Because <laughs> he's going to get there tomorrow and go snow. This was not what I was expecting. Got his shorts on. Yeah, he's got a wine shirt. <laughs> Freezes to death before he even takes off. This is frozen water. I, I can't do this. <laughs> um, can I go to the bartender and go? Sorry, did we get did we get your name? <laughs> no, you never asked his name. Uh, sorry, what's what's your what's your name, barkeep? Trevor. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Trevor. Thank you so much for the drinks and for you know the insight around the area. We're uh, we're new here, so um, this snowboarding thing. Are there any? Uh, do you watch it? Are you into it? Is it a hobby of yours? Oh, I mean, it it comes on the telly every now and then in the bar. It's a it's a skiing. Leisure resort, you know, you get all those kind of sports on the TV all the time. It's not my forte, really. I'm more, I'm more of a, I'm more of a snowballer, if anything else. Snowballer. <laughs> yeah, Tell yeah, me snow, more. yeah, snowballer. Like I'm, I'm in an amateur snowball fighting team. Oh. There's plenty of snow around, so it's, it's, you know, it's athletic. I get out when I'm, when I'm not working at the bar. I can. You know, just get gets me outside, gets me with my mates and all that stuff. You know. What's your aim like, Trev? Ah, I'm all right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not winterist games level, but maybe one day I'll get there. Maybe, <laughs> Trevor. I don't know I'm if Adam practice tomorrow at midday. <laughs> <laughs> I literally was sitting there like, is Adam's brain going to the same place that mine is? Yeah, and then he could certainly get noticed for the winterist games. You know, we could we could maybe say if you're going to help us, we could help you um, get athletically on the map. <laughs> also, we we are very rich, so we can pay him <laughs> and his team just to pelt uh, Gunderson Smythe the third. Yeah, but then what if he finds out that we've been cheating? I mean, this man's probably quite powerful as well, isn't he? We, Do we want to fuck with him? We we are going to cheat, though, aren't we? Like, I mean, we, we definitely <laughs> are going to cheat. I <laughs> feel like... We the games competitor. We have to cheat. I've been <laughs> wrestling. I don't fucking snowboard. I thought we were surfing five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, I... Yeah, I feel like it's... Uh, I didn't have any intentions of cheating until the prospect arose, and now it's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> I think mm. for us to win... We just need layers and layers of cheating going on. <laughs> so there's so many layers. It's like inception of cheating. A cheating onion. <laughs> Pretty much. What's under the first layer? More cheating. <laughs> like a pass the parcel and every time a child opens it, it's more disappointment. <laughs> 
we couldn't stoop any lower. Oh wait, we just did. Um, okay, all right. Mm, I like this cheating layers. I like it. Uh, can can we float that idea over to Trevor? Um, sure. We, you, we write uh... it on a napkin and like push it across to him because we're too shy to actually say it. Like, there you go. How about this? I like that idea as well. You can draw a little kind of map of how we want to, you know, yeah, draw yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone's stick man throwing snowballs. Because I'm thinking we've, we've had about three points, so all three of us are going to be a little bit tipsy. So I think it'd be quite funny if we literally just crudely draw this on a napkin, like stick men, uh, tie us with a surfboard, and then we sort of show it to him and just go, so you come in here, Would if we pay you money, you throw balls of snow at the bad man. Thoughts? <laughs> Are you asking this? Like you said, you were going ri- <laughs> to you, said, you, said you, you said you were going to write it on a piece of like cloth and give it to him. So, like, what what are you doing? I think we've oh, done both, haven't we? We've done we've a bit of both. We've done a bit Tre- of both. Trevor, will you throw snowballs at the guy that we're racing tomorrow? Because yeah, he is an arsehole. Yeah. You, so, sorry, you want me to what? Look at the bit of paper we've given you this plan. <laughs> There's a little di- There's a diagram on there as well in case you get. Hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll sign it for him. He'll, he likes it when I do that. There we go. There you go. Yeah, you can sell that now as well. You push the napkin, this soluble napkin, across a bar that has just been cleaned, and it gets sopping wet, and it's no longer legible. Oh, for Pete's sake! Okay, Trev. <laughs> look, we would like to know if you would help us out with a scheme that we've just concocted. We would like to enlist your snowballing services to help out. Can I have a packet of peanuts and I'll, I'll try and demonstrate with the packet? Oh my God. Yeah. You know how like people try the off- <laughs> to explain the offside rule with like salt and pepper. Yeah. <laughs> he gets you a packet of peanuts off the wall and some pork scratchings just for good measure and hands them to you, Titus. So pork scratching, that's the off track. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're all peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but which, up, yeah, but which, which peanut is you? Which I've peanut is you? The, the which one's the bar mat underneath it? So it right. looks like a surfboard, snowboard. Yeah. Okay. But which peanut is you? Which one's the car and which one is Yark? All right. So the one on the beer mat, that's me. Yeah. My third's on the, on the other piece of bit, bit the pork scratch on the beer mat. Right, and yeah. And uh, these two peanuts here. Right. He's, that's them two. Okay, and yeah. Here is you yeah. and any mates you want to bring. And as you can see, beer mat, oh, slightly winning in the old uh, beer mat race. Well, what's this? Oh, he's been pelted by you and your mate because he's a bell end. And then here comes me on a beer mat. Hey, winner. <laughs> <laughs> When we when we first have our first like pub outing together as all four of us, can we recreate this for the listeners? Absolutely. And film it, yeah. One hundred percent, absolutely. Um yeah, Titus, you have uh you've not I don't want to say you haven't touched a nerve with this guy, but you're speaking this guy's language. He's a He's a tactician when it comes to um, snowball fights. And, you know, he wants to move up from amateur to, to professional level. And he's like, yeah, no, I, no, I'll get that. So, like, you want me – so this is you lot. And you, you're going to cut – and you want – okay. So so you want interference. That's what you want, right? Exactly, Trev. Okay. Where do you need me on the mountain? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> See, we haven't actually seen the mountain yet, Trev. 
So have you do you could you draw us a bit of a diagram? Oh yeah, no, no, no. And he goes under the um he goes under the bar and pulls out just like a, an information pamphlet and it has a map. Ah. It has a map ah. of all the snowboarding and ski uh runs that are on there, just puts it out on the puts it out on the uh, on the bar and just goes, So yeah, this is uh, this is Middle Peak right up here, right? So you guys are gonna start from there and then yeah, I mean if he's challenged you to this, it's mainly by his rules. So he's probably going to pick like the black run, like the hardest one that's got like caves and like trees and icicles. Like there's danger down there. So, you know, like halfway down, there's like a, there's like a, like a rocky kind of ledge that you, you kind of have to uh, traverse and like go around. Like me and my mates, we, we practice snowball fighting kind of there because of the rough terrain, like gives us more of an athletic edge. So, I mean, we could be there if you want. Perfect. Sounds okay. good to me. Great. The only problem is I'm working at the bar tomorrow. Ah. What about the bell? What about the bell? Could we get Eric, Eric to cover him? Yeah, we could, we could find some lackey, I'm sure. You know, Eric is the manager. He might have somebody changing beds who could cover the bar that day. Well, look, not to, not, to be, not to be that guy, but um, I've been giving you free drinks all night and... Uh, I might need a bit of an incentive, you know, to to miss of my course. shift and cover, yeah. you know, the stuff that I've, you know, given away for free. I really like you guys. Titus Thunderbastard Caligari, like fucking hell, he's in my bar. But like, mm. you know, just to like ditch my shift for the for the like the afternoon. Yeah, might not have one when I get back. If you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. If we all chipped in, say, how much uh, do you get paid per day? Know, per day. So, not enough. <laughs> Damn it. Well done. That was how much do you get paid? (laughs) Not enough. Oh, Christ. This is a real test to see how bloody generous we are. Well done, though, Adam. That's a good question. That would have been great if he'd not been a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Alan Partridge. Nine. Tell you what. Tell you what. Nine and a half thousand golden coins. No. Um, Well, we've only got, got a grand each, haven't we? So How much? Yeah. Um, haven't we got a thousand? <laughs> no, that's between us. We're not talking to Trev yet. <laughs> no, haven't we got a thousand gold coins each? Altogether, I think you've got a, errors. Each one of you stood in front of me right now as a thousand. No, no gold we're talking each. amongst ourselves, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right, Amy. Okay. <laughs> When every plan that you make is on mic, it's in front of someone. So oh, okay. you, got a, you got a thousand gold on you each. No, not we're, on us, we're not on us. Just not on like, us. That's no. our wealth, general wealth. Yeah. Uh, you guys are fucking minted. We're also kind of like, uh, you know, asset rich, money poor, if you know what I mean. Like a lot of that's <laughs> yeah. tied up in. We've got a lot tied of posh, up, yeah. posh barn conversions, but not a lot of actual money. Okay. Okay. Right, mine's okay, Zakaya. Okay. Okay, okay, Zakaya. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> Damn it. Oh my God. This is like every interview I've ever been to, that awkward, <laughs> funny navigation conversation. Uh, okay. Deception check. Yeah. I got nine. Nine. Okay. Look, I, look, I really like you guys, but like, I've got to pay my way and I've given it, I've given away enough free stuff tonight. So just mm. give me a decent number and I promise you, me and all my extreme snowball mates, we will be there on that ridge ready to pelt that prick with snowballs. How's 100 gold coins each? 
deal. Goal point. <laughs> yeah, because that was that was honestly what I was going to say. When I said the thousand thing, I was just sort of trying to get everyone to remember what they had. Yeah, okay. I think 300 works, doesn't it? Like... <laughs> A hundred gold, a hundred gold would easily put this guy into like a professional training camp for like. But his friends are doing it as well. We want yeah, we want to give them, them some money committed. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they would appreciate sharing a hundred gold easily. So yeah, uh, he he puts oh, his hand out and shakes all your hands. A hundred gold done. Also, can you check something in? He's drinking in the morning to make him need to shit himself during the race, please. If we give you three hundred gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Heming- Hemingworth's Slide the Third, here's your morning coffee with a little bit extra. <laughs> Put two scenes from Dumb and Dumber in the toilet. Nice. Oh, get a okay. Nice. Right. So there we go, mate. We're all paid up. So that's 100. Uh, just 100 or 100 each? It's 100 total. 100 oh, okay. total. Okay. That's why I'm asking. I don't mind giving yeah. 100 each. Okay. So yeah. that we've lost like 33.333 each or something. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right. to save the maths, lads, I'll throw down 100 of my well earned coins. There we go. I will pay for this man. I've probably enjoyed the drink the most. <laughs> that's, very, that's very kind of you, Sakaya. Um, <laughs> I will. I'll Having be just there. lied to him about my money. <laughs> I'll be I'll be there, no problem. And he okay. goes back to cleaning the bar and cleaning glasses. Okay, all right. So we've paid a guy to be uh, our, you know, saboteur. So what now? Do we just rest up, get ourselves some gear? Sorry, can we have a look at the map? So it's the black run. So what's what dangers should we be looking out for on this on this run? On the I'm run, picturing, you remember the you remember that really old game on the PC, skiing and then a monster on top and eat it. What was that called? Remember <laughs> <of> that? <laughs> what was it? Unless, sure. unless Amy or Jamie knows exactly what that is, you've dreamt that. That's well, I normally, ski I normally free. No- ski free. I've just googled it. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, that's the first. Like, there's never normally a video game I haven't heard of, but the that game. is awesome. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> Yeah, I'm out of it. Oh no! I was thinking like this is an SSX tricky fever dream, but no, no. Nice. Entertainment for the evening after you finish doing this. Oh, absolutely, P3. yeah. I think it just came with Windows when you got your first PC. I'll probably play it and be like, oh gosh, yeah, I remember this. We all remember the Microsoft Entertainment Pack Three on Windows and DOS in October 1991, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> If I'm honest, the first PC game I ever remember was Zoom Beanies. Anybody else play Zoom Beanies at school? Zoom Beanies? So now you're talking fucking Greek to me. I've no Nobody idea. Nobody knows Zoom Beanies. No one oh, knows Zoom Beanies. Okay, this is no dice chat. I, I will leave yeah. this for now, but fucking hell, Zoom Beanies. Okay. Uh, Ark, the map is in front of you on the bar. Um, are you Are you talking back to Trevor again, or you're just looking at the map to see what dangers are there? Uh, I'll have a chat with Trevor. I go, um, Trevor, what? Can you talk us through the route? Like, what do we have to look out for? You've mentioned this stony bit where you're going to be, but is there anything else we need to watch out for? Actually, before we get into that, do you guys actually know what you're getting yourself into? Like, have you all seen what extreme snowboarding is? <laughs> like, have any of you actually watched an extreme snowboarding event before? Do you know what like it entails? Have you got any on VHS in the back? Or can we like YouTube it or something just to get a feel for it? He uh, he picks the remote 
out from under the bar and he turns to like a, a like a, a sports classics channel and you see these like you see these extreme snowboard events going on from like 50 60 years in the past like proper vintage retro uh events that happened years ago and you see you see snowboarders like carving down the mountain jumping off kickers doing tricks but you also see that every single competitor has all of their weapons and is casting spells as they move along so from what you gather this is this is extreme like possibly to the death snowboard racing i'm i'm going to need another pack of books for you <laughs> yeah yeah i hope that's covered in our 100 100 quid <laughs> wow yeah he shells out to you all peanuts and pork scratchings. He's like, you give me a hundred gold. I'm set. It's fine. Here you yeah. Go. He's retiring on that. Isn't he? <laughs> um, it's like your Pokemon card binder, Ollie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the retirement fund. Yeah. That's my retirement fund. Okay. So um, what do extreme snowboarders usually have in the form of like protection? Is there any kind of like armor or anything that they have? Like what should, cause we're going to go get some gear like right after this. So what should we be looking for? Well, it's more of like a, it's more of like a athletically agility agility kind of sport. Like you wear what you wear normally, your normal mm. armor. There's no like, you know, uh, it's not it's not like regulated as well as it should be. So you wear mm. whatever the hell you want when you get there. But yeah. everybody's got weapons and explosives. And, you know, and that's just the snowboarders, like on the actual mountain, there's like, you know, you could come across forest and trees that you've got to weave through. There could be like whiteouts where you're just like snowboarding through clouds and you can't see shit. And there's like the possibility of like avalanches as well, which can kill instantly if you like attack them at the wrong angle. Did you guys not know this before you entered into the deal? Uh, I mean, no, but we kind of figured that we'd just wing it. You know, we're pretty good at doing that. You want to hear some of our wing it tales sometime. We will, uh, we will All that's happened once did one of us has died briefly. But aside from that, it's all gone perfectly. <laughs> and he, he came back pretty soon, to be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> we didn't mess about getting him back. Uh, definitely didn't fart in a safe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Ark and everybody else from your conversations with Trevor, you know that this is extremely dangerous and people do die doing this sport. From the video, are people attacking each other or is it people avoiding like traps and stuff like that? What type of thing is it? All of the above. Okay. Yeah. Are there any Tuscan Raiders is what James is going to ask her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no spectators are allowed to take part. Let's say, what what makes it? You said it's about agility and like athleticism. Would you say, what kind of skills would you say someone needs to have? Like, should they be proficient in athletics? <laughs> <laughs> or and, uh, and yeah. here comes the meta gaming. Um, here's the meta gaming. Here's the meta gaming. Trevor turns around to you, pushes the meta gaming aside, and says. Well, I don't know. You all look, you all look pretty like agile and fit and dexterous. Well, also, uh, quick question: 
How do you win? I just have presumed it's getting down to the bottom of the hill first, but I've yeah. not had that confirmed yet. Yeah, is it a race or is it like last one standing who doesn't die, doesn't he? Yeah. He he points to the television on the wall again, which is still playing all these like retro highlight classics. And you gather from the leaderboards at the bottom that it's essentially because all you're in a team of three on three. So it's the most people from that team across the line first. So if, say, I don't know, Ark went across the line first, um, but then two snowboarders from the other team, their points would be higher. So they would they would uh, position better if... Like the Constructors' Championship in F1. That's yes. exactly what I was going to say. That helps. That definitely helps, yeah. Ultimately, you want to come first, second, and third, so the yeah. whole team gets across the line. But if you came first, third, and fifth, you'd still win. Right. We really want we want a one-two. We want both drivers on the three drivers on the podium. Okay. All right. Um... Oh, and by the way, if you if you die, I mean you're out. I mean that's that goes without saying. Yeah, I figured as much, to be honest. I hadn't yeah. really entertained yeah. well, that possibility. Well, you know, just in, just in case, you know. Okay. Do you know what? I can't believe, Titus, you've got us into this, because we all have to do this. I actually genuinely just thought this was going to be something where me and Ark were going to be cheering on the sidelines for you. Yeah, me too. I uh, got a bit carried away, i got to be honest. Uh, team, team-based. Bravado got the better of you. Oh, dear. Okay. Right, shall we get... This gear that we need, like the snow, the snowboard, the like, I don't know, shin pads or whatever, helmet. Should we well, kit ourselves out? Right now, well, we can we use the tiny bell? Oh, to, oh. Ding a ling a ling, yeah. And then we ding a ling a ling. Because then we could, you know, like when you wear your shoes around the house the day before a wedding to make sure mm. you bed in nicely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Going down the hotel stairs in in ski ski shoes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just planning in sleeping in my ski, so I'm ready. Yeah, you, know, you don't need the effect here, Jamie. Nice. He's put an effect bell. in there, Jamie. Please put an effect. Good job. Ring my bell. <laughs> you ring this teeny tiny little bell, and in a poof of smoke. Oh, hello there. Hello. Arts, Kaya, Titus, it's ever so nice to see you. Thank you for ringing the teeny tiny little bell. I am at your service. How may I help you? Erican, we would like the finest, uh, most death-proof ski gear that you have in your <laughs> possession. Oh, my goodness. Why would you want all of that stuff? Are you, are, are you planning on doing some kind of exhibition or campaign? What is going on? So we have entered into a extreme snowball race with, uh, what was his name, guys? The third? Gunderson Hemingworth Smythe the third. That guy. Do you know him? <gasps> oh, no. Have you really? You have entered into a competition with the most decorated extreme snowboard athlete in all of Azul and the solar system? Yeah, but we yeah. have a feeling that uh, his talents are going to be... Snow use. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely deserves one there. Amen. Hey. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, I mean, how did you even get into this situation? Let's not yes. worry about how we got in the situation, Eric. <laughs> Let's just get the gear, and I would appreciate if you would be waiting 
for me when I cross the line see your little face then it would give me a, a real bit of encouragement <laughs> oh yes I would love to come and watch you compete that would be so amazing yes I give you the biggest hug that I can master yeah um right so uh I'm gonna are... kill this fucking guy now <laughs> <laughs> I would die for Erican. <laughs> Just again, just so we know, we can't kill the guy because he needs to fly us up the top of the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> I will kill his two accomplices, and then whatever position we come, we're all good. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually not a bad plan at all. Um, but Erican kind of looks to you all and says, "Right, so um, what specifically are you after? Is it the snowboard or is it the skis? Because even though it's extreme snow, you know, downhill snowboarding, you can actually use the skis like there's a uni ski, so you can ski the forward or you can snowboard the sidewards. Um, so what are you looking specifically for? What kind of equipment do you want me to get you? What would you recommend for each of us, given our physical attributes? Right question. Right question. Yeah. Okay. So... Big beefy wrestler man, Mr. Titus. I see. Oh, Erican, stop it! You're making me look. <laughs> oh no, I'm just. Oh, I'm speaking out of. Uh, oh no, I'm speaking out of tone here. Um, I, I just mean. I just. I mean, you're athletic. You know, you just look like a very. I mean, you're very fit kind of guy. Oh, I'm getting all hot and flustered. Now. In a room, you too. Um, <laughs> uh, he says. Uh, I think a snowboard would suit you and your friends the best. Um, Zakaya, may I suggest uh, some skis for you? And Ark, I would imagine a uni ski would be better for you, maybe. And please don't take this the wrong way. Just because of your edge and the hips, it gives you more room to shimmy and more room to move, baby. Let's go. Oh, that sounds, that sounds amazing. If you could provide that for us that would be incredible yeah yes so what, absolutely yeah. i will be back poof and he just disappears oh can i, can I, I ring the bell again can you ring the bell again oh sorry. <laughs> titus titus ring the bell thank you oh hello i'm back hello have you got anything that can improve zakaya's ac that's exactly that's pretty, what i'm thinking that's, that's yeah. very metagamey there uh no, no, me, have you got that. any shin pads helmets i'm quite um I'm not quite as beefy as the other two. Anything that could offer some protection physically. Oh, yes. Zach, do you have a shield? I don't. No, never have. Can Mechanical question. Can druids wield shields? It rhymes, so that would help. Yeah, I mean, that's what <laughs> yeah. I was thinking. Can, can, uh, you, I can actually... you wield a shield? Um, uh, I mean, as, as the DM here, I'm going to rule that she can't carry a shield just because it's not part of her like equipment. So mm. I would say shield is out for Zakaya. No shield wield. No, no shield, shield wield. I'm looking through my equipment now and I don't come with one. Like She doesn't come with one. She no. hasn't bought one. <laughs> my action figure doesn't come with one. No, that's sold, <laughs> sold separately. Yeah. I realise it doesn't apply now, but could she wield a shield in a field? She could wield a shield in a field, even if she was to yield. <laughs> okay, Especially yeah. if she's healed. Uh, yeah. Oh, Yes. <laughs> She could wield a shield if she was in a field, even if she yield or if she was healed. But oh. could I wield a shield in a field if, even if I was to yield and be healed, but also if I kneeled? <laughs> Please, guys, keep this for no dice. This is gold. <laughs> this is absolutely golden content that we need to come back to. Um, 
you ring the little bell. Erican comes back. Um, DM ruling here. I'm going to say that because Zakaya hasn't been using a shield so far, Zakaya, if you were to add a shield to your equipment now, you would be you would have some disadvantage to that. Yeah, um, that's fine. That makes sense. But, but Erican could absolutely get you guys, you know, top of the line, uh, extreme snowboarding like attire that would yep. improve somebody's, uh, you know, protect somebody better. Okay. Yeah. If I could get anything, oh. anything that would boost the armor class. Sorry, I'd just go on. And any, uh, what weapons do you have or that you'd recommend? Are you asking Erican? Yeah, Erican. Just I, I heard that I heard dynamite mentioned or something was mentioned. Explosive wise, I, I immediately my ears got very excited. From what I understand of the uh, competitive sport of extreme downhill snowboarding, um, you must you can enter up to two weapons um, and a a small bag of explosives into the contest. Um, mainly, you know, your own weapons that you have used mm -hmm. previously or um, some things that you have acquired, but I would, um, I, I would, I would suggest that you use stuff that you are, you know, proficient with, um, maybe some things that you are used to wielding, you know, all the time, because mm -hmm. if you use something new, you have to get used to it, and it's, it's a bit of a gamble, you know, if, if you use a new weapon, and you've not used it before, so I guess, you know, do you, do you, but, um, <laughs> Keep it simple, you know. I certainly would, would like a small bag of explosives, but everything else I will stick to what I know. Thank you, Erica. Okay, so before I go, just to confirm, I get a snowboard for Titus, uh, mm -hmm. some skis for Zakaya, and a uni ski for Ark. Um, yeah. If I can, if I can get your protective equipment, I will absolutely do my best. We always try to do our best here at the Ogean Resort and and Ski Lodge. Um, I'll be back. Goodbye. And a quick and, and the explosives. Don't forget explosives. And the bag. explosives. And the explosives. Small bag of explosives. He's going to get such a good review from us. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine the trip advisor? <laughs> so he disappears. Um, you are all stood at the bar for the time being. Are you staying here at the bar, or are you moving on to your hotel rooms? As as an old man, I think I want to. This is me, this is Ark speaking and, and Jamie speaking. Uh, I probably want to head back and probably read that rest of the three hours of my book. I think uh, I am sort of quite nervous about how tomorrow is going to go. So I might also retire. Um, are there any magazines or anything that I can find <clears throat> about snow, uh, extreme snowboarding that I could have a little read of? Yeah, absolutely. This... Um... This is a uh, this is a high class kind of bar, but it is also a, a sports bar. It's part of mm. a you know um, it's a ski lodge, a snowboard lodge. So yeah, just towards the entrance of the bar, you see a rack of magazines, and they've got every single extreme snow sport that is on there. Um, so yeah, you pick up a couple of um, recent extreme downhill snowboarding magazines. Okay, great. I will read some of that. See if that gives me any knowledge for tomorrow. Okay. Do we have a TV in any of our rooms? You absolutely will do. Oh, good. I just okay. Uh, well, I, I know as a competitor at the Winterest Games, key to a, a great performance is a good night's sleep the night before. So I'll uh, get a glass of water, 
from Trevor before I go. See off. He, he nods. Yeah, then head upstairs. And uh, well, once I'm up there, scour any channels for possibly any any footage of either competitive extreme snowboarding uh, or any footage of Gunderson so I can learn any any tricks or his uh, tendency. Okay, right. So this is how we're going to do this. You're all back at the hotel room. Ark, you are reading uh, the original book that you started reading. Three hours to go on that. You can absolutely get that done and finished in the time that you're in there. Zakiah, while you're reading these magazines, are you essentially doing the same thing that um, Titus is doing and looking for like an advantage of some kind? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking to kind of help brush up on my skills, gain some kind of advantage on on this sport. Okay. Um, Zakiah and Titus... Both roll me, Zakaya, roll me an investigation check. Titus, roll me an insight check. 15. Zakaya. Nine. Nine. Okay. Zakaya, we'll start with you with a nine. Uh, in these more recent um, downhill extreme snowboarding magazines, Mm-hmm. Because uh, because Gunderson has been uh, at on vacay for the last six months, kind of here, you don't find you don't find any like recent interviews with him per se. Okay, but you do find a section on uh, interviewing like a, a a classic, you know, veteran of the sport, Ooh. and they talk about within their interview wearing their boots and bindings on their snowboard looser or tighter depending on how tricky or how carvy the course is going to be you can get runs that are just like straight down and you don't have to do too much about it but from the knowledge that you've got of talking to Gunderson and looking at the map and everything you know that the course that you're going to be competing on is windy and tricky. Mm. So you know that Gunderson's, like even with that, even with a nine, you know that Gunderson is going to be probably, an educated guess, wearing looser bindings. And looser things are more likely to break, come off, disintegrate. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you. Duly noted. Duly noted. Thank you. Titus, Titus, with your 16 insight on... 15. 15, sorry. 15. um, You you come across a... It's probably about a five-year-old interview. um, And it's just like up-and-comers in the sport. You've got veterans who are there talking to these young guns who are like coming up in the sport and talking about their agility and their training and all that kind of stuff. And you come across Gunderson Hemingworth Smythe III, um, five years younger than he is currently. Um, and you also hear about the bindings. You, you hear him talk about looser boots, um, looser legs, but you also hear him talk about specific weapons that he would use. And he kind of alludes to the fact he's showing it right to the camera, um, you know, the weapons that they would use. And, you know, 
from this interview that he wields while they're snowboarding a rapier and a short pistol. Sorry, on brand for him, isn't it? <laughs> a rapier and a short pistol. And you also see in the video, um, it's, I don't want to say it's a bandolier because it's not, it's essentially like a utility belt with uh, explosives on it. I, I'll, uh, are we in the same room or are we separate? You, you guys are all in the same room. You're essentially swear, uh, swearing. You, 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 <laughs> you are essentially sharing a big, like, uh, upmarket. It's not a family suite. It's like this is the adult part of the hotel. You know, adults only, no kids and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're in a plush space sharing the same room together. While Titus and Zakira are doing this, Ark, you finish the book you've been reading for the last three hours um and i'm guessing that you would probably like to know what you gather from reading this book yes please book number five how the ancients traveled the galaxy a study on how to go home you have completed your 16 hour read of this book very well done um the blurb on the back says a historic record of how interplanetary travel was accomplished before airships and battle cruisers became big business before the travel ban. Um, reading this book, you uncover very important knowledge about interplanetary portals called galactic gates. There used to be hundreds like, hundreds of these galactic gates dotted around every planet in the solar system, but they were abolished when tighter immigration laws came into power from previous governments. And we're not talking like five years ago. This is a good 100, 200 years ago when governments started to get smarter about people traveling to and from other planets, using up resources and starting a new life for themselves. They wanted to oversee who moved from where to where. Um, each planet is still rumoured to have an active galactic gate, but due to their scarcity, none have been uncovered in quite some time. You understand that each gate needs a humongous amount of synthetic magic to power it, but the gate's original power source was that of Petrosolidus. Ooh. Now that you've read all this and you've heard this, roll me an insight check. Uh, can I guide myself? Of course you can. Yeah. Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. Ark, with your insight, you know that this is a way that you could get home to your family. Cool. Awesome. So do I know kind of things? Like, is it so if, if they were found, the gates, they were removed. But say if there's, like, in, would it be like in the, like the, the more inhospitable places where people couldn't get to, that's probably where these are going to be? Yeah. Okay. Some of them, from the book that you've read, because you know everything about this now with your 16-hour read, you know that ones that are rumoured to be still on planets um, are hidden away or in inhospitable places, or at the bottom of an ocean, or just like 
terrifyingly difficult to access. Okay. Great. That's fantastic. Do you share that knowledge with us? Or no? Um yeah, if, if anyone's interested. <laughs> <laughs> no one's Z- asked about the book. Yeah, no one's asked about the book. Zakaya, you you see that Ark has finished reading his book, and I mean, Ark, in this moment when you're finding out all this stuff, what what kind of demeanour do you have on your face? Are you outwardly? Is your body language like? Are you? Ex- I don't imagine you being excited, but you know, is there a smile on your face? What's going mm. on when Zakaya looks at you finishing this book? Uh, I I don't think there's a smile on my face because. Obviously, it's a it's a really big world, and they're not a lot of them have been destroyed. So I think there's a chance. Um, I think I don't know. I think the top of Mount Uji is quite an inhospitable place, and we have to swim in a sky cavern to be delivered. Um, so are we being physically delivered somewhere through one of these portals? Um, I don't know. I think I'm. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm particularly any happier. I just mm. know that. Well, if this knobhead's got a rapier. <laughs> <laughs> you see Titus pointing to the TV and shouting at it like an old man watching sports. <laughs> Look at this god. Look what he's got. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, I see Ark is a bit perplexed. Well, not perplexed, but, you know, sort of has finished this book and looks a little bit deep in thought as such. So I say, you know, like, uh, did you find anything useful? Maybe. And I'll just tell her what you uh, told me, Ollie. So okay. just about those portals exist. Yeah, you regale all the information, uh, including the uh, little snippet about Petrosolidus, which you obviously heard before, Zakaya. Yeah. Ah, Petrosolidus. That makes a lot of sense. So is there, did it say that there's at least one on every planet or there could be more than one? Rumoured to be at least one. At least Still one. in existence on every planet. Okay. So there, there could be a way to get to your family regardless of, of I mean, obviously we're, we're getting this helicopter to get to Mount Ujia, aren't we? But we could... You know, we could planet hop with these babies if we can just find them. Yeah, but you know, planets are. This is this is literally this is so condescending. I'm sorry about this, Zakaya, but planets are very big. Um, that, that's that's fine because Zach has never been to the planet, so until now, I guess. So, <laughs> Ian and um, where we are now, which is uh, Azul. Azul. Um, so obviously, we've heard about Ole as well, which is where uh, Titus is from. Um, but yeah, I've only ever come from Ian to Ole and I'm quite uneducated so I probably would assume that it's a bit more simple than it is yeah um but it's it's nice to know as a possibility I suppose as well how would we know where we'd end up yeah there are yeah how many planets are there this is something I should know <laughs> this is something Ollie can can say, and then Jamie can pretend to know. <laughs> I'm going to say there are seven. Uh, there are eight. There, there absolutely are seven planets, and yes. you're really, you're really testing me now because I feel like I need to name them all, or I'm not good at this. So, <laughs> no, there's planets. not a law in this. Azul, there, there, Azul, Ole, and Ian. Yeah, three that I know. Oh, and then there's the fire planet. Yeah. Is an icy planet or is that Ole? <laughs> uh, 
arc, you answer Zakaya very astutely and knowledgeably, <laughs> if that's even a word, and you say, Eid, Orans, Yuyo, Een, Azul, Igo, and Ole. Hey. Ole. Ole. Cool. Okay. Okay. Ha. Huh. Okay. Well, hey, at least we know that they're a possibility. And the Petrosolidus connection is weird. That's a bit of a coincidence. Maybe we're heading that way. That's what Mr. Motohiroko, she wants to talk about. Maybe. Mm. I just I just don't want to get my hopes up. Fuck. Yeah. No, I understand. I understand. Uh, I suppose we should probably just get, to, get some sleep and focus on tomorrow, seeing as we've been dragged into a, a death match that we had no real desire to be in and then we just sort of I both just look over at Tyus who's uh still yelling already at the TV. Sleep. Already <laughs> yeah, already asleep, already asleep. <laughs> Snoring really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah it's about half eleven when you guys went up to sleep. Um three hours of arc reading and maybe you know half an hour after that. So it's half three in the morning when you guys go to sleep. Oh yeah. Um so we didn't. Do we get a time that we're meant to fight this? Guy? Mid, midday, well, wasn't midday, it? Yeah. Can you imagine if we oversleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be to be fair, you guys don't actually need to take a long rest. Like none of you are injured, or no. I mean, Titus is, but he could, you know, run. You could tell me how long you want to sleep for and what time you'd like to wake up. I think we need to get a good stretch in in the morning to really get up. Limber, limber up and also I don't want to get there at like 5 to 12 I want to I want a good sort of lay of the land I want to sort of get yeah. there about 11-ish yeah we need maybe to go half like 11 survey. so get too cold but a bit of time yeah. know, how, long, how long does it take to get up the mountain is there a healer save our energy yeah you know from the maps that there's ski lifts there's snowmobiles there's you you would know from like this is this is a rich enough place that if someone just threw down uh, uh an unsanctioned uh, snowboarding event that there'll be a snowboard to t a snowmobile to take you to the top of the mountain regardless there's so much money around here it's not going to be hard for you guys to get to middle peak where you need to be Jennifer a big breakfast shower stretch out the door by 10 to 10 right? <laughs> I love when, how when granular this is. This is granular. This is genuinely yeah, what people it, do on a, on a snowboard. On a and, holiday. And holiday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we must be up. We must be at the buffet and in time. And yeah. <laughs> can I ask a mechanical question? Uh, so yes. um, I can switch my spells out after a long rest. Yes. Uh, I would like to switch some spells out. Can I do that without doing a long rest? Okay, I will. I will. What level are you again? Sorry, are you four or five? Uh, four. Four. Uh, if if you want to switch out um, spells without doing a long rest, you will. How many spells do you want to switch out? Uh, maybe maybe three or four. Three or four. Okay. In this instance. Per spell, you will have to sacrifice a hit die. Oh, yeah. Come on then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I will. I will sacrifice two hit die. So I'll switch okay. out two. 
Right. So when you wake up in the morning, up until you need a short rest, you will then only have uh, two hit die to roll. So that's all mechanically sorted. Um, All going to sleep. You all have these like super plush beds. I know Titus, you're on like this massive king bed. You've all got like your own big king beds just like dotted about this apartment. You all settle down to sleep in your lovely, comfortable beds. And you all, you all awake, but not in the morning. No, you awake to a thunderous, dark dream with rain pouring down and beating outside on the windows. You see flashes of thunder and lightning, and you all, for a few split seconds, just, you can't move in your beds. You're paralyzed. Sleep paralysis. You feel like you feel like something is stood over you and watching you from every corner of the room. Everywhere you look, you think you see something and you look away and look somewhere else and you think you see shadows just peering round curtains and around furniture and the thunder and the lightning crashes again and you see the shadows appear even closer to your beds more thunder more lightning it looks like these silhouettes are stood in the middle of the room and now they're right by your beds towering over your faces Everybody roll me insight checks. Thanks, Ollie. I didn't need to sleep tonight. <laughs> Ark. That's an unnatural 20 again. Zakaya. About 21. Titus. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the dream curse has been broken. Nat 20, baby. <laughs> yes! yes! Uh... Amazing. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I think you all could have gathered this without a nat 20, but these are mind shadows that are standing over your bed, peering into your soul, peering through. Like, Guys, it's cl- mind shadows. I figured it out this time. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. As these mind shadows are all peering over you while you're under your bed, completely paralyzed. Everybody go ahead and roll me constitution saving throws. Uh, Ark, what did you get? Uh, 17. Dakaya. 16. Titus. Ark, you're the only one who saves, so you're going to take half of this. Dakaya and Titus, you take 27 points of damage as you feel this mind shadow swipe with their shadowy claws through your bodies and through your mind and your soul. Um, wait, 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 wait. How much damage? 27 points of damage. This is like necrotic damage that goes straight <laughs> through you. Uh, Jamie, that means that you take, and I'm awful at maths, what do you take? What's after 27, everybody? 13.5. Okay. 14 damage, isn't it? Yeah, 14 damage. Everybody go ahead and roll me wisdom saving throws. Arc. 21. Zakaya. 22. Titus. <laughs> Nine. Okay. 
Ark and Zakaya, you are no longer paralyzed. You can do whatever you want now, but Titus, you are still paralyzed in this bed. And as you stare into the room, into these shadows, you see the three shadows that are all stood over your bed. They merge as one to create this massive mind shadow. The, the room that you are in just starts towering as if the ceiling is heading towards the sky. Thunder and lightning crashes outside. Rain starts hitting on the walls, and then hail starts hitting on the glass, breaking the glass and letting the adverse weather come in the curtains start flowing the bed sheets start like rising off of you everybody go ahead and roll initiative oh i got four hp are you kidding <laughs> no way okay arc so as a as a cleric uh, you probably want him to go first for like against the undead uh, but he's rolled a six Zakaya. I rolled a 10. <laughs> Titus. The news is the cleric going before me, baby. I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bear with me one second, guys. We fought the Mind Shadows before, and we came out of it, didn't we? But we were just, like, dead and needed healing on the other end with Madame Modana. Oh, no. I don't think anyone's going to get through this. This is stressful. Okay, Zakaya, with a 10, it's your go. What are you doing? <laughs> Christ. What can I do? Um, um, I really don't know. Like, I don't even know what will affect these things, you know? Because they're so out of our wheelhouse for, like, how you attack them. Um, I don't think they can be charmed, can they, Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> what a meta question to ask. Well, no, but I'm, I'm literally, like, at a loss as to, like, uh, how the hell do I deal with this? The only way you'll find out is by doing. Christ. I don't think, they, I, don't think I can charm them. I've, this is my RPG brain going, it's mm. a boss, it'll be immune to all this stuff. Why um, did the Mind Shadow go solo to the party? I don't know, Adam. Why did the Mind Shadow go solo to the party? Because he had no body to go with. Wow! Oh, that, that does not I, deserve I, a wow. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'll put one in, but it's very much a pity wow. <laughs> a pity wow. Put it at like half the decibels you normally do and then have it like tail out very quickly. Um, What's your man's name from uh, Loki? Oh, wow. That oh, Owen Wilson. Owen, yeah. Owen Wilson. Yeah, that's all wow. wow, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. Please wow. get a clip of Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> There'll definitely be an Owen Wilson. The wow. The podcast, Owen Wilson sues us for all the work. Oh, wow. Zakaya, what are you that doing? Sophology money. He's going to be minted. Oh, that's sophology. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's killing it with sophology. <laughs> okay, well, I don't. If I try and heal myself, I, my logic is Zach's logic is that she's like so weak anyway, and she's just really scared and fearful for what these things are going to do. So, um, can I ask Jamie a real quick spell-based question? You can. If I cast a spell that has a range, um, do I get everyone in that range? What's what's the spell? Thunder, mm, what's the thunder spell? wave. Yeah, you get everyone. Oh, because thunder yeah. wave is a cone, isn't it, rather than a line spell? It is. Yeah, self, it's a cone yeah. spell. Yeah, yeah, from self. From self. Um, okay. But you have movement, so you can absolutely move around the room. You're not mm. paralysed at the moment. We're not paralysed anymore. How big no. is this room? Uh, this room is 60 by 60. 
Although you look at the ceiling and it looks like it's hundreds, like hundreds of feet tall because the ceiling's just going towards the sky. But in terms of like, you know, 60 feet square. Okay. Um, can I? These can these things? Oh, this is really difficult questions. These things, this thing float. How do they move? Uh, you can you can use a free action to roll an insight check if you want to. Yeah. How do these things move? Because I'm trying okay. to get away from it and I'm just thinking. Uh, I got a 16. Oh, actually, no, Six. sorry, insight. I got a 19. You got a 19. Yeah. Okay. You've you've dealt with these mind shadows enough so far that they don't need you know, like a normal shadow needs like a flat surface to be on if mm -hmm. you see what i mean these mind shadows are free of a surface and are just essentially like a 2d silhouette in the room so they can move any which way they want to along surfaces they can hover they can glide um from what you've seen they move in packs uh, but the one that you're dealing with right now, these three that have combined to make this big one thing, is currently stood on the floor. Okay. Did my insight reveal what if they've got any weaknesses or anything? <laughs> no, I know that's no. cheeky. No, 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 because you asked how it moves. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm kidding. Um, all right, I'm I'm going to cast Ice Knife. Um, on oh no, because that's a 60 foot thing as well, isn't it? I'm going to get everyone in that. No, no, no. Ice Knife has a five foot... Uh, so it's a line spell. It goes straight to the Mind Shadow, but it deals damage within five feet around it. Right. Oh, I see the range area is, is what you have to... What it has to be to be able to be hit. Okay, that's, that's my confusion. All right, then, in that case, yeah, I will cast Ice Knife. Lovely. Uh, I believe you got to roll to hit with Ice Knife, so roll to hit. Okay. Uh, 17. 17 hits. Roll your damage. Oh, good gracious. Uh, okay, so that is plus 5 and 1d10. Okay. Um, 8 damage. 8 damage. Um, you fire off this ice knife. It, uh, it takes the form of a, a knife that looks like it's made of ice, but it shoots directly into this mind shadows, whatever you think his abdomen would be, mm. pierces him, and you see... You see the ice knife kind of breaks apart the the shadow, but as soon as the damage is done, it reforms again, and you hear this demonic kind of sounding voice in your own mind, Zakaya, and just said, "Your mother was a whore. Your mother was a whore. Your mother was a fucking whore." All right, Jesus, Adam's face. <laughs> I just glanced down and like. I mean, that's why that's why I don't want to entertain this fight, Mr. Mindshadow, because you are a classic example of a boss you can't beat. Anyway, uh, next. <laughs> Thank you. Next. I've had my turn. Fuck off. Go away. <laughs> Thank you. Next. I, uh, can I use my nephew's comeback? Not that I can say, this, say that sort of thing to him, but uh, he loves to say uh, what you say is what you are. So, when it's my go, that's fine. <laughs> oh, 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 nice one, Adam. That was what you say is what you are. Yeah, boy. Uh, we Takes one to move? no one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are, but what am I? What am I? Uh, we move on to the Mind Shadows turn. Oh, and no. The Mind Shadows turn. Uh, sorry. The Mind Shadow starts whispering in all of your ears. Zakaya, you keep hearing, um, your mother was a whore, your mother was a whore. 
Titus, you hear, you'll never be anything. You'll never be anything like your family. You'll never be anything like your father. You'll be nothing. You are nothing. And, uh, and Ark, <laughs> and Ark, you hear, you hear what you just don't want to hear, which is, your wife and children are dead. Titus, Titus lets out a toot, and even with all this, <laughs> and even with all this toot and this necromantic voices in your head, everybody go ahead and make intelligence saving throws, please. Oh. oh. Titus makes some toot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come on. He's so bad after that. Come on. Thank you guys for dice goblin. Come on. Ark, what did you get? 17. Zakaya. At 22. Titus. Ooh, uh, 13. You all save and take no damage. Oh, get in. You all resist these voices in your mind that are just repeating to you your worst fears, your worst thoughts, your just, you know, insecurities about yourself and your lives, and you hold steady. Uh, that's the end of the Mind Shadows go. Ark, you're next. Um, so really annoyingly, I've swapped out the spell that would help Adam right now. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to um, pull out my walking stick and look at the mind shadows. Leave. Yeah. <laughs> Fly away. No. Um, I'm going to say to the mind shadow, um, Last time I saw you, I promised you I was going to kill you. Uh, and I'm going to slam my walking stick down and uh, channel divinity and cast turn undead. Ooh, good stuff. Um, you, you see this mind shadow go, promises, promises. Turn undead. As an action, you present your holy symbol and speak a prayer, censoring the undead. Each undead that you can see or hear within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails its saving throw, it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. So a turn creature must spend its turns trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. Uh, it also can't take any reactions for its action. It can only use the dash action or try and escape from the effect that presents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. What do you not want it to beat? 14. Okay. Rolled a 16 on the dice. That's a 21 in total. Um, so yeah, you, you speak these words to it, slam your staff down. It says, promises, promises, and just dissipates your magic all around you. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Um, can I see that Zach's really messed up? Yeah, you absolutely can. Free action, you look around the room, you can, you can see that Zach uh, is not in a good way. Uh, bonus action, I'm gonna cast Sanctuary. Ooh, do tell, do tell. What does Sanctuary do, please? Uh, so it's bonus action. Uh, you ward a creature within range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. The spell doesn't protect the warded creature from area of effects, such as explosions of a fireball. 
Uh, if the wardy creature makes an attack or casts a spell that affects an enemy creature, this spell ends. Okay, so you are essentially creating this uh, this protective aura around Zakaya. You throw up your hand and cast this around her. Um, are you doing anything else with your turn? No, that's all I can do. Okay, we move on to Titus. Titus, you are currently paralyzed in a bed. Roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. 17! <laughs> Is that 17 on the dice or 17 total? Uh, both, I think. I don't think I've got any modified oh. wisdom. Okay. Yeah. Titus, you awake from your paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> Titus yawns, stretches, does another two, um, and you see this demonic mind shadow in the middle of the room battering uh, <clears throat> Ark and Zakaya, and you see Zakaya is incredibly hurt. You're like, you're not Eric and Schmorgenhausen. That's my wake-up call. <laughs> I have no idea what to do here. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Because you're like, I know this is not a normal fight. <laughs> yeah. Shadow. I mean, I just swing a weapon at it. There's not really a lot else I can do at this point. Yeah, let's pull out the great sword and swing at a fucking shadow, I suppose. Okay, Titus. Um, are you very angry about this attack? <laughs> could your could your veins be popping out of your? Uh, oh, um, yeah, sorry. I genuinely thought you were trying to lure me into a trap there. Yeah, pinch the old ding, nipples, ding. pull down the... Pull down the... Uh, pull down the straps. Going through a rage, baby. <laughs> just as a barbarian, I just think, you know, just do what you're good at, all right? Do it's what you know. It's just so funny that he's, <laughs> he's the most chilled barbarian in history. Like, no barbarian <laughs> forgets to rage. No. Just... <laughs> uh, Titus, you go into a rage. Um, and you're going to swing your mighty broadsword at this mind shadow. Roll to hit, please. Uh, eight damage. Eight damage. You swing through this mind shadow, like across from shoulder to stomach. And again, you see exactly, uh, you wouldn't have seen it before, but Zakaya, you see the same thing where this sword swings through this mind shadow, cuts it open, but then is sealed completely back up again. But you have slashed damage into this mind shadow. Um, Zakaya, your go. So um, I'm going to cast uh, Healing Word on myself. Great. So uh, that is a creature of my choice uh, that I can see within my range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Uh, obviously has no effect on undead or constructs. So uh, let me just roll that now. So that's seven, uh, no, sorry, six hit points that I've regained. So I'm now on a whopping ten. <laughs> but at least I'm a little bit less ropey for the time being. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Was that bonus action or action? Um, that is my action. Action, okay. Yeah. You have a bonus action and you have movement. Yep. Well, I've used two uh, first level spells, so I've ticked those slots off, so they're gone. Um so I've still got two slots of first level spells left but as a bonus action can I use another sp I can't use two spells around can I no no I don't think that was the case you can use a spell that is a bonus action 
You can use a cantrip, technically. Yeah. Oh, a cantrip. Yes, of course. Um, okay. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna use gust. I'm just gonna try and blow this shadow away, like a little Ooh. fart in the wind. I want to see if that actually because they're kind of wispy. You know, let's see if that does anything. Okay, what uh, saving throw does this mind shadow need to make against Gust? Gust, uh, it's a saving throw of strength uh, 13. Okay, here we go. Can you read the spell as well? Yeah, of course. So you seize the air and compel it to create one of the following effects at a point you can see within range. One medium or smaller creature that you choose must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed up to five feet away from you. So that's one effect. Second effect is you create a small blast of air capable of moving one object that is neither held nor carried and weighs no more than five pounds. Third one is you create a harmless sensory effect using air, such as causing leaves to rustle, wind to slam shutter shut, or your clothing to ripple in the breeze. It'd be funny if I was like, I just wanted to look a little bit more epic while we're dying. <laughs> um, but uh, no, 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 I, I would like to, if this technically is a medium creature, I mean, that's up to you really, Ollie, on whether you think it should be, it's um, yeah, 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 you're right. It is up to me. I am the DM. Yeah, you are. No, um, but I'm. Yeah, no. I have all the fucking power. You have and, all the uh, power. I could just say it was gigantic, but no, this is a medium creature, and I would assume that you're doing the first effect, which I is am to indeed. Push yep. it back five feet. Okay. Lovely. Cool. Um, it's it's. Does it take half damage or or anything like that, or is it just damage or what? Uh, it's just. It doesn't say anything about uh, half damage, no. So it just moves it five feet, essentially. No, no, no. Yeah, and just move, pushes it five feet away. If you okay. Fail the strength throw. No, that's good though, because if you do, if you succeed on this, then you'll get it out of um, Titus's range to like retreat or something like that. So yep. I say that it's got to be a thirteen. It got an eighteen. Um, <laughs> so the gust of wind, kind of just instead of doing any pushing, um, it just uh, you see. You see the curtains in the room kind of fly out the broken windows and with all the rain pouring in and this mind shadow just again starts whispering in your head and this this sound just screams in your head as this whisper and just goes, your father is a bigot, your father is a bigot, your father is a bigot. Get out of my head! He insults your father! Um, <laughs> yep, I'm uh, so I'm just gonna try and block it out as much as I can. Um, but I can't do anything else, that's it. It's my turn. Okay. It is the turn of the mind shadow. And the mind shadow glances instantly. You know when uh, you know in horror films when you just see like a hard cut of someone's face just turning straight towards you and it's so creepy. This mind shadow just hard cut turns its face towards Ark and it's going to cast Hold Person on you, uh, Ark. Make I'm a bird. Me... Um, so, no, it doesn't change anything. <laughs> it doesn't change a single thing, but nice try. Um, got to make a wisdom saving throw and you've got to beat a 14. Easy. Let's go. <laughs> I rolled a 17. A 17? Great. Yeah, plus four, plus two. Plus whatever, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have, this mind shadow holds its hand out and this energy, this necrotic energy oozes from its hand in this ashen kind of smoke and envelop, envelops you, um, but you seem to be able to move freely within this smoke and this mind shadow just, uh, you see its own mind can't compute that it can't hold you down. Um, 
you seem to be one with this smoke as you as you play in this uh, effervescence that is like emitting around you. Can I um, use my wings just to blow it away? Just yeah, flick my wings yeah, that's out. what you, you do. You you triumphantly flap your wings just just the once, not even lots, just like a, and it just dissipates. Um, that's the end of the Mind Shadows go. Ark, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so a flash of light streaks towards a creature of your choice within range. Make a, uh, make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage. And the next attack roll made against this target before the next turn has advantage. It's that good. good. Let's see if I hit. Roll to hit. Oh, I might not hit. Um, 13. Just hits. Nice. Nice cool. one. Roll that damage. That's nine radiant damage. Nine radiant damage. Um, Ark, in this moment when you cast this spell towards this mind shadow, you notice that the spell does way more damage than you thought it would. Ooh, we found a weakness, cool. baby. Uh, can I go to the Mind Shadow? What were you saying about me killing you before? You just hear the Mind Shadow cussing and cursing in his head. Fuck, shit, cunt, ass, bitch, fuck you. BBC One Extra, standard day. <laughs> standard day. Um, yeah, Ark, you see that the damage that you've inflicted on this thing is more than what you said. Um, anything else you want to do with your turn? No, that's it. Titus, it's your go. You are still stood directly in front of this mind shadow. What are you doing? Uh, first of all, turn around and give a big thumbs up to Ark for that. And then I'm going to try and stab a shadow with my sword again. <laughs> Did you say you got take... advantage on an attack? It's like you, you do. It. You, do yeah. it. you have advantage. Yeah, you do. Roll to hit. With advantage. Yeah. With advantage. Yay. Okay. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, so I got an unnatural 20, and then I went one better. Because I got a nat 20 on the yeah. second roll, really. Yes. Nice. Nice one. Amazing. Okay. Um, <laughs> double damage, boys and girls. So, uh, adds, roll your damage, get the total, and then double it. Yes. Uh, 20. 20 damage to this mind shadow. Um, Titus, as you, as you slash into this mind shadow, you feel your blade, like your blade actually feels like it's cutting into something now. Like the radiant damage that Ark has surrounded this mind shadow with has kind of given this shadow a form and you feel this electric radiant energy blast through your sword like He-Man style. And it feels like you just cut into flesh, like buttery flesh. Um, are you doing anything else with your turn? Yes. Would it be all right, guys, if I drank a health potion because I panicked back go and realised I hadn't taken it and I am about 5 HP left. 
Yes. That would that would be nice if you could do that. Um, but yeah. to to drink a health potion, to drink your own healing potion, is an action, and you've already used an action. To feed <laughs> to feed somebody else a healing potion is a bonus action, but to drink one yourself is an action. So Can you I can't. Uh, I have my healing potion. You're never going to pass, pass Ark the healing potion, are you? I have healing words. <laughs> I, I have healing words that I can always heal you. I can try to heal you. Just because, well, it's just only because it uh, goes next Ark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, you know... Where'd you, oh, where'd you get that from? How long have you had that? <laughs> I found it. It was in the bed. It came to part of the room. You know, like you have biscuits on your pillow. This yeah, it was in the mini fridge. They just put healing. Po- they just put healing potions on your pillow. Come on, oh, yeah. you know this in a This is place. not the time for this conversation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Titus, you can absolutely pass Zakaya your healing potion. I gently with the lid on. Lid on. Yep. Zakaya, my healing potion. Okay, received. Wonderful. Um, and then I crotch up. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Yeah, you, you crutched up at this mind shadow who um, just stares deep into your soul through your eyes as through if to try crotch. and through your crutch. Through the crotch. <laughs> yeah, it's that thing where you make him look, you know, when you put it like that. Yeah. And they're like, ha, ah, I made you look. Well, we mentioned, by the way, that the fact that when me and Amy actually saw each other, I'm sure no dice thing, but when we first saw each other, since we, I think, yeah, since we started recording this podcast, mm. the first thing we did was crotch <laughs> Nice. We greet Very each other nice. with a with a crotch drop across a crowded wedding uh, venue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I bet people oh. were very confused while we were just like. <laughs> <laughs> Please, guys, save it for no dice again. Gold content, save it for no dice. Yeah, yeah um, we'll do. Titus, you have passed the healing potion to Zakaya. That's the end of your go, Zakaya. It is your go. Okay. So first things first, I will use the healing potion on Titus. So how do we calculate how much he gets unless it's like a set amount? It is going to be 4d4 plus 4. Okay. Do I roll that or does he? Uh, let's let's see. You are feeding him a potion. So, Zakaya, you roll it. Okay. 4d4 plus... 4. Okay. 13. Nice. Nice. Jamie, you look confused. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I don't know I, if I've done it right. I, that's right. I, I thought it was D one D four plus four, but it's four D four plus four. It's it is, it is, isn't it? Thank you. Because when I when I rolled the third one, I was like, they're probably wondering why it's taking this long, and if they are, then I've fucked up somewhere. No. Okay, Sorry. perfect. That, no, 44. that's fine. It's fine. 44 I, I plus four. I heard that forty four. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> yeah. that. I was like, healing potion. It must be more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So how much, sorry, how much was that? I completely 13, 13. 13 points yeah. of four, healing. Four rolls. Game, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, right, so Kai, that's your bonus action. You still have uh, action and movement. Okay. Um, I will... I'm going to go, I'm going to try and get in on this buttery action. Um, so I will attack with my hand axe. Okay. Uh, throwing or like up close and... Close quarter combat. What Probably up close because I don't want to have to try and retrieve it again from the other end of the room. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got like the Kratos power that I need for that. So yeah, I will go for a, a, a cleave of the hand axe into this mind shadow. 
Wonderful. Uh, roll two hit, please. I certainly do. Melee weapon attack, so she'll be using strength, strength instead of dexterity. I will. I will. Uh, I rolled a two. So with <laughs> okay. with my strength uh, modifier, it's a five. It's a five. Um, Does that hit? <laughs> Funnily enough, no, it no. doesn't. Uh, you swing and swing and a miss. You you do swing through this mind shadow, but you don't get the same radiant buttery feel that um, Titus previously had. So oh. it's, you're just swinging at air at this point. It's chasing um, that buttery feel. But. Yeah, yeah, we all are. I am every single day. Everyone in my personal yeah. life chasing that sweet, sweet buttery spready feel. Um, <laughs> Enough about me. Uh, <laughs> that's a swing and a miss. No oh, damage done. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you are right up in front of this mind shadow now. And it is the mind shadows go again. Oh, I should time that better. <clears throat> the mind shadow looks towards you, Titus. And he car- he holds out his hand uh, like Darth Vader. Um, you know, kind of like a, a, an open hand, but clenched enough as if it was towards your throat. And he casts Hold Person on you. Titus, make me a wisdom saving throw, please. Good thing. Come on, baby. Good dice today for our friend, the Dice Goblin. 16. 16 saves. <laughs> I, yes. I got one thing for you, my shadow baby. Put <laughs> <laughs> that finger, baby. He holds his hand out to you, envelops you in all this smoke. You again just seem to move through this smoke with all the agility of the athlete that you are, rolling your middle finger up with that gesture towards him. Can I can I change? Sorry, sorry to screw this up, Ronnie. And I do the Neo Matrix thing, so the thing just goes over the top of me. Somehow, whilst I'm doing the Matrix Neo thing, a little clutch chat, baby. <laughs> You do a modified Neo from the Matrix into a crotch chop. It looks incredible. <laughs> um, it's it's melding probably two of everybody's favorite things in the world, which are professional wrestling and the Matrix. You mm. only need a full-length leather duster to make oh. this, like, top-notch. Oh, yeah. In your mind's eye, you are wearing this duster. There is dust kicking up behind you, bullets <laughs> flying all around. Um, but, yeah, you lean back, crotch chop, and save yourself from being held. Um, that's the end of Mind Shadows Go. Ark, it's your turn. How is the Mind Shadow looking? The Mind Shadow is looking okay. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon again, uh, but I'm going to cast it at second level. Oh, okay. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to cast it at first level again. So... Uh, 17 plus 6. To hit. hit. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely hits with your spiritual weapon. As you cast this, what does this spiritual weapon look like? Did I say spiritual weapon? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I meant guiding bolt. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, great. Let's do that again. I'll just say guiding bolt and copy in. Guiding bolt. Uh, Cool, so guiding bolt to hit. 17? 17. 17 radiant damage. And for Titus, it's glowing again. Absolutely is. We're working like a proper little RPG party, you know? Next person's turn. Leroy! Jenkins! 
<laughs> I, I, st- I watch that clip sometimes when I'm having a bad day. It's just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Oh, I hate um, <laughs> so, Ark, you cast into this mind shadow again. Uh, you do 17 points of damage, but you know from last time that this does way more damage than you think. So you do 34 points of radiant damage to this mind shadow. Jesus, Ark. You make this mind shadow look like it's a lamp lit up in the middle of the room. Like the shadows are like dissipating all around it. Um, it still has this form, uh, this kind of buttery glow to it around the outside. Um, it's still there, but it's looking, it's looking bloodied and beaten if a shadow could look like such a thing. That's the end of Ark's go. It is now Titus's go. What are you doing? Stab it with the graphic sword again. Yeah. Uh, unnatural 20. Oh, Boy, great. yes. Unnatural 20. Roll your damage. Fair. The last two times, by the way, when I have to roll the damage, I'm like, okay, 2d6 plus 4. Both times, it's like, 1. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Okay, 4 speed. Uh, 11. 11. 11, 11 points of slashing damage into this mind shadow. Yeah, you, again, you feel this buttery form, this radiant damage. Is, it's it's given this mind shadow form, and you seem to be cutting through it. It's looking way worse for wear now. Um, the, the screams that were initially inside of your head don't make sense anymore. They're just... <laughs> they're all like a mixture of things that have been said to you, but... Um, yeah, you seem to have really perturbed this enemy. Um, Zakaya, you're up. Okay, cool. I am going to uh, attack again with my hand axe. This time I'm hoping to actually hit the bastard. So I'm going to go another big cleave uh, for the big soft belly that everybody else has been managing to hit of this mind shadow. Oh, two again. What the fuck? <laughs> Literally a big fat two. So that's a five overall. So I've missed again. Crap. Okay. Um, okay. S- yep. You swing into this mind shadow again. You 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 don't get the same satisfying cut that Titus and that Ark seem to be getting when they swing into this thing. You are swinging and missing, and you're getting frustrated at this point that you just can't seem to hit this thing. Yeah. Um, very frustrated. You doing anything else with your turn? Nothing else I can do. I'll pass it over. Okay. It's now the mind shadows go. Who looks down towards Yuzakaya and is so determined to grab a hold of somebody in this room. This whole person just doesn't seem to be working. So you see you see it kind of concentrate as it stares down into your mind's eye, and you see that the radiant glow that is all around this mind shadow completely dissipates and fades and you get the sense that this thing is like charging itself I was going to say it's doing something yeah it's concentrating it's focusing on like enveloping it's you know expanding its power in this moment to to try and do something Um, and again it holds out its hand towards Yuzakaya and it casts hold person at a much stronger feeling than anybody in this room has felt before. Um, 
Zakaya, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Just when I confirm, is that a is that a harmful spell? Uh, one second. Sounds like it. <laughs> Does sound like it. And because um, Zach hasn't caused any damage, uh, she's still protected by my sanctuary. It's not a harmful spell <sighs> because it just paralyzes and incapacitates. It doesn't do any damage. Oh, okay. well, thanks anyway, Ark. Thank you. I appreciate Good. you. Great. Paralyzing and incapacitating. <laughs> I, 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 appara- I appreciate you, Ark. Um, that, that's, on, that's honestly a great thought, though. Honestly, like, yep. keep me on my toes there. So that's great. So, no, Zakaya, that's good. wisdom saving throw, please. 16. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Again, this thing, even though it's like. Oh, I thought because it was stronger, up, I thought 16 wouldn't do it. Oh! <sighs> I mean, Zakaya, you just did it it went from being a 14 save to a 16 save and you oh. just did it in this moment meets it beats so, it yeah so this this thing cannot do anything in this moment it is so frustrated uh no sorry that's the end of the mind shadows go arc we're back to you yes go on arc guiding bolt let's do it here again. we go rinse and repeat here we yeah. go yeah i mean you're killing it quite literally with this so <laughs> i'm talking um I am going to cast it at a higher level because I'm running out of spell slots. Uh, I rolled a 14 plus 6, a natural 20. Yeah, hits. Here we go. That's a 6, lovely. Ooh. That's a 4, that's a 10. That's another 4, so that's a 14. And that's a 5, so that's 19 points of radiant damage. Lovely stuff. 19 points of radiant damage that you deal to this mind shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you see it envelop. Um, it didn't have a radiant light around it a second ago, and now it does, and you do 38 points of radiant damage to this thing in one go. Um, it oh, is actually, looking... I'm actually lying to you. I have another D6 because I've cast it at a higher level. Yes. Uh-huh. I've just I've just rolled a six as well. So that would okay, be... Okay, so that would be 25, 25 yep. times two. 50. 50 points of damage to this thing. Okay, one second. Oh, man, it's so close. It is so close. Oh, it no, is, it's not quite there. It's, it's, on the, it's on the garden path up towards <laughs> Death's Door. Um, not quite there yet, but are you doing anything else with your turn? I'm just going to shout, finish it, Titus. Okay, <laughs> Titus, it's your go. Finish Let's go. Him. Let's go. Roll to hit. Uh, yeah, great sword uh, with with advantage still. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I don't need to roll it. But I'm going anyway, maybe. Oh, first time rolled a 17. This time rolled an 18. 24. There's a 24 hit. Ooh, it does. It really does. Roll your damage. Okay. Come on. Come on. Fucking shadow. Dickhead. Have it. <laughs> Let's say every fucking time at the first roll, we get a one. Bastards. Right, come on. <laughs> There's another one, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so that's six damage. Six damage. Okay, not enough to finish it off. But again, you slash into this thing. You feel its form <laughs> on the end of your blade. Um, Titus, I imagine that's the end of you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zakaya, you're up. 
Do what you need to do. Go oh, for it. I'm going to finish it with Ice Knife. So I'm going to cast another one. So I'm going Go to... On, uh, one, it's a... I've got a hit first, haven't I? So let me roll two hits. Okay. Might just refresh my spell modifier. has gone off the screen. There it is. Spell attack. <laughs> okay. Oh, my word. Okay. So this time, got an 18. Hits. Uh, hits. Oh, okay. Well, that's not without my. That's without my my spell attack. So yeah. okay, great. So hits. Uh, and yeah, we've just rolled damage. So ice knife is one d ten. Eight. Eight so damage. That is one. Uh, hang on. One d ten plus. Uh, I'm just thinking. Is there any? Is there a, the modifier gets added to it, doesn't it? Or no? No, I think that's is. I think it is eight. Yeah, that's eight. Great. Okay. Great is eight. Okay. Uh, you have cast Ice Knife on this Mind Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, you will know that with Ice Knife, the shard will explode and will hit Titus, who <gasps> is stood right in front of the Mind Shadow. Okay. I'll heal you again in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. So you've done eight damage to it. Uh, it's got to make a dexterity saving throw, and Titus, you also have to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, nat 20 for the Mind Shadow, so... Um, oh, fuck off. It doesn't take any damage on this. <laughs> Titus, what did you get? You're giving up making this up. What? Your boy got nat 20 as well. Nat 20! Well done. Zakaya, you... Zakaya, you cast this Ice Knife so perfectly as if it was a line spell with no area of effect damage. Um, but yeah, you do eight damage to this thing. And Titus, you just see this like wall of ice come past your face that doesn't get anything uh, on your body or on your person. Yeah, Zakai, you've essentially just cast this perfectly. Um, yeah, this, this Mind Shadow isn't dead yet, um, but he is so, so close. It is, of course, now the Mind Shadow's turn. And again, this Mind Shadow looks down at you, Zakaya, and focuses all of its necrotic energy around itself. You, you see it kind of get bigger in stature. It moves from being a medium creature to being a large creature within this room. Um, and again, it tries to cast Hold Person on you, Zakaya. Roll me a wisdom saving throw, please. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry. That literally landed and all my dice has gone everywhere. Oh, again. Okay. Uh, that's 23 because I got quite a good wisdom saving throw plus five. So, yeah, 18 was what I rolled. So, that's 20, 23. Bloody hell. Nobody, okay. it can't, just can't hold anyone. It, it, it cannot hold any of you down. Um, so yeah, this hold person effect fails on you, Zakaya. But it gets, it gets so frustrated with itself. It, it's making all these sounds and all these voices in your heads and your mother's, oh, you'll be nothing. You're, and it, it uses a legendary action to rear this smoky looking scythe above its head. You just, from it, from its own body, you just see this a corporeal black ashen scythe rise above its head and fall straight down towards you, Zakaya. 
What is your AC? Uh, 12, so... 12. Mm-hmm. Okay. It has a... What's your HP? At the moment, 10. 10. Okay. It's got a hit first. Um, it's got a... It's got a plus 5. Yeah, okay. We know where this is going. Okay. <laughs> that wall, maybe. Okay, it hits you with an 18. This scythe falls down towards your cranium, like directly into your mind. And this smoky ashen blade is going to pierce the top of your head and and invade your mind. Um, Second, I'm listening to this going, when are they going to get to the snowboarding part? Uh, have to be next episode, guys. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Zakai, remind me again how much HP you have. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. I can tell you that I'm rolling uh, 4d6. 4d6 in my hand right now. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Do them one at a time. Do them one at a time. <laughs> no, all at once. All at once, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Zakaya, mm-hmm. you take 11 points of damage. Oh. This smoky, sharp scythe that has emerged from the body of this mind shadow appears over your head, falls down, and pierces you in the cranium. Zakaya, I immediately need you to make me a death saving throw having already failed the first one okay what am I rolling you're rolling a d20 11 that's a pass Okay, Looks like someone's p- going to have to break out some CPR again. <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to get their medicine check ready. Yeah, that, that is a... Uh, that's the pass. Um, Zakaya, you have collapsed to the floor and are being stood over by this mind shadow who raises his smoke-filled scythe up towards the sky and for another time drops it towards your body to do another cutting blow to you. And that's where we end our session. Ooh. What? Ooh. That was absolutely awesome. That was so tense. I was also, I was, I was so tense, but I was also like, God, I kind of hope that either, either we get to a point where we can end it fairly soon dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I'm sick of the peeping door. Like, <laughs> done, done. Um, Apo- oh my god! Apologies to Leo. Apologies to your boyfriend. Um, well, I just had to run this a bit longer. It was. Uh, it was no, really it was really good. I'm. I'm glad you did. You killed it. <sighs> and me, by the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see in the next episode of. Yeah, but guys, I no, when I rolled those nat twenty, that was that was good. No, when I, 
<laughs> Let's remember all the good oh, old times, shall we, for the next remember episode? The yeah. Remember the good, the good times. times. Uh, thank you so much again this week for my players, Jamie, Amy, and Adam, for coming in and playing some really, really good D&D today. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, you should absolutely subscribe to us. Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Tell us what you think. Uh, really appreciative to anybody who's left a five-star review so far. Uh, you're all great. Thank you so much. Um, if we you love you. See, yes, we love you. We absolutely love you. If you want to see more of this podcast, you can follow us on social media. We're at Dice Death Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. We're on Facebook as well, so go find us there. Uh, Jamie does some really, really very nice uh, social media for this thing, so go check it out. Yeah. Um, awful Jamie, memes. <laughs> Awful me. No, they're great. They're always brilliant. <laughs> they're great. Dank. Um, they're dank. The dank the meme. dankest of memes. Yes, the dankest. Yeah. The dankest, as Eric and Schmorgenhausen, the dankest of memes. <laughs> um, That's a meme right there in itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we move on to the social media, Jamie, is there? should people check out the website and where do they go if they want to check out the website? Oh, uh, HTTP colon slash, sorry, I got that wrong already. Nice, HTTPS nice. colon slash slash www.dicewithdeathpodcast.com. Uh, <laughs> com. .com. Is it really HTTPS? Is our website secure? Is yeah, it actually it's a secure super, site? Yeah. Have, have you noticed? Okay. Well, if you want more <laughs> internet knowledge, then follow Jamie on social medias. Where can people find you, Jamie? Uh, you can find me at Jamu, at, yeah, sorry, at Jamu nineteen eighty seven, and you can find out why I get so annoyed at all of our links breaking on the website so frequently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amy, if people want to find you on social media, where should they go? Okay, so I am Amy underscore Mallet on Twitter, which is where I tend to post most of my nerdy D and D things. So Absolutely. yeah, give me a follow on there. Great, and Adam, where can people find you on the social media? I am at Adam Wilborn, and if you think crotch shots are just the beginning, you're going to find more of that sort of thing where I am. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of wrestling gifts, uh, mm -hmm. wrestling kind of, but plenty of crotch chops from Adam Wilborn on Twitter. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode of Dice with Death. Say bye, guys. Bye. bye. Amy's going to come back next week with a fucking 20-sided 20 die. Just like, oh, 20, guess what? <laughs> oh, never met so 20. I've, just, I've actually just marked it on D&D um, Beyond. I've got one failure and one success. Is that right? You have one failed death save and one pass. So okay. you need two more passes or, hey, some intervention from uh, Jamie or Adam. So, yeah, that's what I'm uh, Medicine, medicine if check. It, if it hits, you're dead. Oh, does it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're essentially starting off the next episode to see if you die or not. Okay, great.